Um, yeah, yeah. And the other, my other life goal, by the way, is like to, like to ha like to just reconnect with the intergalactic community. Did I tell you that? Was that part of it? Uh -uh. Oh, I mean, like you said, to find your tribe here, but like, and you know, but like the intergalactic community. So, okay. So in that, in that regards, okay, let me, so like, there's this, this friend that I have who w wants to see an alien. Right. And so like, this is the letter that like I wrote them and like I wrote this letter for them the other day because I was like, oh, okay, well, somebody wants to meet an alien, and I've kind of done that before. So this is like, this is what I wrote. I was like, I'm a lifelong experiencer of high strangeness and non-conventional otherworldly beings, both in person physically and in dream time. But I had a big low on my experiences and susceptibility to them from around the ages of like 15 to 30 years old for me. So like, I didn't see much stuff during that time. And then I had heard of, uh, you mentioned multiple times that you'd love to meet them and have your own experiences. So this is Nikki's unsolicited advice to you personally. Okay. So you have to release and get over the fear. It's programmed in us and it's not our own. That's one-on-one must like for real, for real. Like I used to have this thing where I would think I was ready. And then I would say like, just as long as it isn't uh, when I'm alone in my room at night. Well, that's mm -hmm. fear. And, it, and you aren't ready if you aren't prepared for that exact situation. You have to keep working through why does that situation startle you? And then like, and I actually like really do believe that. It's like if you really want to see an alien or a dimensional being or any other being or some sort of time traveler or a ghost or whatever it is, if you just mm -hmm. want to experience something that isn't in our reality, you can't be afraid of it. Otherwise it's right. not going to present itself to you. And then I said, oh, so, so then I had this thing where I would assume duality and hierarchies of energies. Um, thing is if you can have conscious contact or you cannot have conscious contact, if you assume that they are superior and conversely like negative dark beings are inferior to you. So like you got to wipe all that out completely about 95% of my experiences are positive beings, but I have had a few negative ones. Example, I was in a hotel room alone during a work trip and I had a dream interrupted by this sort of like de demon type monstrous female kind of being. She kind of looked like a gargoyle troll golem type character. Anyway, she was sitting near my head and, and she uh, just, okay. She was sitting near my head and making all these horrible noises and kept me in between sleep and being awake fully. And I was calm and I was not scared. And I just asked her um, about what her origin story was and what she wanted. And then she started crying and telling me all this like victim story stuff. And it didn't really make sense, but I just listened. And at the end, um, to her, uh, I said something to the effect of like that her feelings were valid and that I was sending her love. And then she just stopped and she said, thank you and disappeared. So I don't know what that thing was. Um, or if it was just a fragment of my imagination, but the point is I had to get to a place where I could accept the worst case scenario being like a murderous abduction, um, from an unrelenting villain looking being or the best case scenario, which is like a space ride with a, where the, with puzzle pieces of our reality revealed from beings of light or whatever. In the end to me, I feel consciousness has neither begun nor will it end with me being incarnated into this current avatar. So that sort of helps with the fear scenario. And then one more paragraph mm -hmm. is like, you have to basically peacefully stand in your own power as a sovereign soul energy and ask for other perspectives to be shown to you about reality. Ask it in your head right before you fall asleep and ask to be able to remember the dreams. Dreams are the best entry point. You aren't asking this of anything but of yourself. You aren't asking a higher being other than yourself. You are 
you have to ask the electricity that animates your cells, your energy being, or uh, your energy being to open up, aka you were asking you. Uh, I think this is where people are getting tripped up. At least this is what's helped me along the way in my experiences. So maybe this will help you too. If not, that's cool. So anyway, I like wrote that letter to my friend who wanted to see something like uh, have some sort of paranormal experience. But yeah, like that's, so that's sort of where if I had to give advice, that's what I've said has helped me the most. Cause like when I was 30, I like was starting to believe and like I had seen some UFOs. I started like, you know, was kind of getting into this stuff, but like I was still very much like, um, oh, maybe that's like, like a demo, a demon or like, I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get like, I, I just was barely dipping my toe into, yeah, maybe something's going on. Maybe, maybe not. But like, I was super scared of the unknown. And now I have no fear of the unknown. That kind of reminds me of um, the Mundane to the Magnificent, like how she, how, I mean, how she, um, not that she didn't fear or anything, that she just had this experience, like, I don't remember something that reminded me of that because like, it was like, oh, I remember. Because at the beginning she, she, she had written about this stuff in the past, but never had any experience. And then she wanted to have an experience and then finally she did. But anyway, I don't know about her fear situation, but she wasn't afraid when Something Raphael showed up entered. in a room at night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's great. That, that, that's great advice. I, I'll take it also. So, but when you, at the end, when you talk about like your, your, like yourself, like you're seeing yourself, so what do you mean? Well, okay. What I mean by that is like, um, like a lot of times when, when we pray, we're praying to like this, like you were like going like, Oh God, like, like this, this being that's so much more powerful and greater mm-hmm. than me and knows like everything more than yourself. me or yeah. like this thing that's, that's that, like, I'm just surrendering to blindly. I don't know what it is, but like, it's, it's better than it. And, and like, that's a high art, that's a high article perspective. Um, so like, and I'm not saying that that doesn't exist, but I'm saying what works for me is, um, rather than like giving my power away to the infinite creator, I'm saying, okay, something about the infinite creator is me. Like I am, Mm -hmm. I am a part of that. So that is the thing in which I know I have a connection with. So that's what I can, um, uh, oh, that was a perfect word that I forgot, but that's what I can, um, like request to. Mm-hmm. So you're asking the, the energy that ignites every one of your cells, like that you live in, there's a universe inside of you, this universe that is inside of you, you are asking it to reveal itself to you. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think it works. And I, I mean, I, like I said, I we're living in some sort of weird hologram, whether that's, like, like whether you like that analogy or not, but, um, so you have to kind of appeal to, to that within you and it, it's connected to that without it, without you or mm-hmm. outside of yourself too. So it kind of has sh- like, anyway, I have a lot of dream time experiences with other beings. I've had other beings show up in my room at night. I've had a lot of interesting experiences. We've talked about them many times in different ways, but, um, they didn't start happening to me till I sort of took that, um, that approach. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, I don't care if, um, a Jesus Christ ball of beautiful light comes into my room and is like, Hey baby, 
or like this giant like murderous like reptilian like ugly creature comes into my room and is like Argh. like either way i'm not going to blindly follow either one like like mm -hmm. you come at me as an equal and you come at me and talk to me about what's going on i'm not saying like oh well, i'm i'm better than the all the beautiful light being angels of the world but at the same time like like i i am my own sovereign being and i have rights to be able to understand so i need That's i need right. to be able to um just give it to me without uh trying to skew my opinion about something yeah that's great that's so helpful thank you for sharing that yeah i think that's that's good to remember because we often like give our power away as you said you know it's like oh we're we're appealing to something that's greater than ourselves and then we just think of ourselves as not worthy to kind of be um at that level of, of something so big whether it's big scary or big um big big wonderful good like yeah God. yeah like we're not we're not worthy we're not equal to that so that's what that's what that's what our biggest i think mistake is probably maybe that maybe that's the evolution part that we're at right now with humanity because we do have to get over that inferiority syndrome that we have as a human race that we have these gods outside of ourselves that are so much bigger and um, controlling yeah, yeah. our lives when we really are responsible for everything in our life. It's yeah, true. I feel like I feel like we have a, a superiority and an inferiority. And our superiority comes in that we think that we're better than all the other animals and minerals and other creatures and whatever else is is also cohabitating. That's true. Planet, Good you point. know, and that like you know we 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 are top of the food chain, so that means I can right. kill you and eat you and it's good. But then. Um, right. You know, but we also have the whole like, oh, well, there was definitely something more powerful and like more intelligent than we were that was here before us or that planted us and that seeded us. And, the, and like, yeah, there may be aspects of truth to all that, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to you don't have to bow down to anything. That's right. Exactly. You're all part. You're part of it. And it's you're it's in existence. You exist. Yeah. So therefore, it's your birthright. Also. Yeah, exactly. The fact that you, yeah. the fact that you're breathing and that you are in existence, it means that like, it doesn't matter. Like the thing is, is like, it doesn't matter what being says it's God or what being like, what, what the, or what being says it's more powerful or this or that to you. Like in the end of the day, we all equally are in existence. So that's one part that we're on equal par with of everything in any kind of hierarchy. Right. That's true. We're all in existence right now. I remember not that long ago, I was um, in this meditation and thinking about my spirit guides and my, in my angels that I often pray to or like talk to more than anything. It's not like super prayer. Wait. And um, suddenly got noisy. And I, um, I remember at some point just being like, wait a minute. So these guides oh because i was taking this course and it said that you have this spirit team that's kind of assigned to you and those are the that's the team that's going to be part of your life throughout your life and they may change they may change um like you may change guides but mostly that's your core team and you'll have like two to four members um guiding you throughout your life okay this is a theory whatever so i remember thinking Oh, if they've been assigned to me, and maybe at some level I'm actually assigned to somewhere else, another part of me assigned to somewhere else, then 
they're in that role because they're learning something. So I'm helping them in some way. It's not a one-way relationship. And it occurred to me that, yes, I'm asking them for help maybe or for guidance or for direction but or protection or whatever it is that I think I need to ask them for or help me with. But they're, they're receiving from me too because they're like growing in their understanding or seeing things from a different perspective because I'm interacting with them. So they're not just like, it just occurred to me in that meditation that they weren't any better per se than me. They just had a different perspective of what I couldn't see in this third dimension from my eyes. And they were helping me see things from a different perspective because they had that advantage of a different perspective. And it didn't make it better or worse. It just was a different way of looking at things. And then I was helping them understand my experience and also for them to grow and become better like guides. So, well, and I think, when I, when you take that example, I feel like you're the brave one. You're the one that decided to become, that took the the challenge of incarnation at this time. Like that's a brave, that's right. Way, that's way better. Or sorry, it's way braver to be born into this whole mess than it is to just be like on a light cloud going like, la, 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 la. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so true. Their, their dimension's tough. It's a school it's, here. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's a hard knock life for it us. It is a hard knock life for, for real. Yeah. And if we remember that, if we can remember that, I think it puts things into perspective too. You're like, oh yeah, I came here because I'm, I'm not needed or I chose to because I'm I have something. something to offer and right. I'm worthy. Yeah. I, I'm learning something, but I also have something to offer. Like, yeah. And so it's, it's okay. It's okay that, yeah, when you're like, oh, it's so difficult. Like sometimes I laugh. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so difficult. And then I think about like, oh my gosh, what, I, I don't know, like people, you know, I chose It's like, this, it's so right? difficult, but compared to what? We don't know, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. And it, yeah, and it just makes me laugh. It kind of just makes me laugh. But I realize actually, sometimes I, I feel like I'm so slow moving in this world. Uh, it like, does it's, feel like that to me, for like, sure. Uh, like every movement is so heavy sometimes. It really is. And then the days go by so slow or so long, but then you look back and you're like, wait, it's already this year. Oh my God. I'm already, I'm already this age. Oh my gosh. Right. You know, it goes by it, Like, yeah, the time thing is very, the perception of time is, um, it's, yeah. it's odd. And like, I feel like I don't, I feel like 80 good years of mental cognition is not good enough. Yeah. But. Right. Well, that's the same way I feel too, especially if we're going to forget. If we're not going to forget, then okay. Exactly. If, we just if we're not going to forget, fine. Who cares? It's just an experiment. experience. Right. But, you know. Yeah. At some level, we really never forget, but still it's a lot like by the time you become a realization, although I think it's happening at a younger age because like this, okay, this guy, Matias de Stefano that I follow, he, he started remembering his his past lives at age like three, you know, like at a very, very mm -hmm. young age. And there are people like that. And so if you could just re continue to remember that at an earlier age, then you can kind of maybe cover more ground during your life. So, so yeah, if you, if you're reincarnated again, next time around, maybe you will remember at an earlier, instead of getting started when you're 30, as you just, you know, mentioned, or like, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we, we can still remember in the next life, but I would like to live a longer like full life and maybe for like really really longer like inner earth people yeah me too like they get thousands of years like well, I get a thousand <laughs> <laughs> I want a thousand it's 80 I, I mean assuming you're gonna make it to 80 yeah 
Yeah, exactly. Assuming you do make it to 80. I don't know. I right. don't know, man. It's all crazy stuff. Um, what else did I, I forgot what else that I was thinking about with that, that meditation that that one stood out for me for that reason but anyway i don't remember but yeah i guess like i do, I do it's, it's interesting because like i have been thinking about sovereignty for a while because like you know I, and I wrote about it in my mars declaration of independence about how like i just do feel like you need to have like like collective sovereignty from everything and you also need to have individual sovereignty and then now i've been seeing a bunch of videos about it this whole week and i'm kind of going like yeah well, and I get that, like, in, I think you can kind of apply it more to applicable things, like, meaning, like, uh, if there really does end up being, like, some weird cabal takeover of totalitarianism, and, like, we live in 1984 or whatever, like, you can, like, you, like, you don't have to give, like, we only are giving away our power on what we decide that we agreed to give away our power to. Like, You're absolutely you, right. you can, you can walk, like, you can, you can walk out and walk on. You know, you can like there, there, the there really can be communities. We really can build something external of the monetary system that they do. Like we, we can, we can do this. It's like you know. Yes. Well, that's 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 the point because we're at, going back to the mass evolution that we're at right now. We're on the brink of that, and as soon as we realize that we have how much power we really do have ind individually and even more so collectively that the Wizard of Oz will be, you know, will be shown, like the, the Oz will come out and the curtain will be pulled back. There's nothing for us to show that they're any more powerful than us because we, we just, I think the evolution part of it is also us realizing how powerful we really are because we've given away so much of our power and we've just been stuck in these same cycles of guilt, shame, being not enough, these programs, these old programs yeah. through many years. It's time like, to give it you up. Know, I mean, and like a big part of the program is that there's a one, one size fits all for everybody. Like, like yes. you, you know, we all need to look like Natalie Portman or you look like Thor. Okay. The guy who plays Thor, like those are the male, female archetypes you have to be those races, that, that, that body frame. Otherwise you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you got to fit right in there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you need to work for corporate America and you need to have a big house and you need to like purses that cost thousands of dollars, okay? Right. That's what you need to do if you want to be successful. Right, right. Or just like sovereignty to make decisions because whatever is right for you, if the, whatever it is, I don't even, the other day when I was having this conversation about you know the vaccines that may or may not come down the line, I just don't understand why we can't just have our own medical sovereignty if we decide that we want a treatment or not. And right, like where it's like, oh, you're gonna have to have a license to show that you've, or like right. or whatever, like some sort of card that shows that you've had the vaccine or not before you can right. even travel or. Yeah, or what? And people say, well, because the the mass. Um, the mass immunity and that, you know, so you're protecting someone else and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but that's your, so, so I have to give away what I want to do for myself because of someone else that I actually makes that right. I heard, I saw on, on, uh, what's that thing we have now, that social media thing we have now with the camera, what's oh, that thing Zoom? called? Instagram. It's, <laughs> we have Instagram now. Like, are we on Zoom? Is it, is it <laughs> Instagram, right? Yeah. Instagram. Anyway, I saw somebody wrote like your your fear does not trump my freedom. Exactly, exactly. 
And I think it's great. That's great. And why? And the other thing is, it's not to say that I don't care because I don't want it to come off like I don't care that somebody has an autoimmune disease and that they could get sick because I wouldn't want to unintentionally hurt someone. Right. But I don't think that doing something against what I believe is good for myself is going to help protect that person. I'll do it in other ways that I feel that would protect that person. Just because you believe that will protect that person in a certain way doesn't mean that I do and doesn't make that that person's decision right. Like you said, that doesn't trump my decision. Well, and that's why I feel like if a person doesn't like they they're taking people's temperatures before they come into certain things or whatever and it's like there there's a point where it goes too far like you're just like right. it's this is it's too far you know yes because yeah at what point does your body become the state or become something else it's very concerning that 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 could be a direction we would go but let's not choose that as mass consciousness because no. we don't that's not what we want and we don't have to go there yeah, we don't because, have like, to go you there said, no. no like you could like like you don't you don't have to agree to any of this and it's it's funny cuz like you know um like like I like when people used to talk about politics I would just usually like zone out but now I've I just kind of like I'm done zoning out because it's like actually like if you think it's really effective that you're like having a a cute little conversation about these two parties and that you get a vote once every four years about like you know this one little dude who gets to pretend like he's um the king but even though there's all these other like fashions or facets that um are in play this is not real government this is not the conversation we should be having the conversation we should be having is our system's broken we are watching how it's broken we've known this my entire adult life that it's broken let's talk about like how what, what what's a new system how can we fix this like what's not working right. about this system like that's the political right. discussion i want to have so if you want to go into talking about like oh how stupid one side is versus the other or this side wants this this side wants this screw the sides right. Like, I'm done with that. Like, let's talk about how can we fix the system? Like, let's talk about fixing the system. Well, I think that people have tried talking about that because then they, that's where people start talking about, let's say, if we're talking about the medical system of, um, yeah, okay, universal medical insurance for everybody that they would be, and that access, medical access for everyone, which I absolutely agree with. I think that everyone deserves mm-hmm. to be able to, um, to access medical treatment if they want to whatever that is because the other day i was thinking i there there i would go to a nutritionist i would see you know there were there would be doctors that i would want to see but they would never be covered by the mainstream medical because they would actually heal and they would and and i can't pay for that out of pocket because it's thousands and thousands of dollars of all these types of other specialists right that i would that i'm in more incongruence with and it's a shame so that's another thing we have to think about when we change systems it's not like to these limited systems to what would fit okay yeah all right well medical medical care for all but it's still i still can only go into this system of medical of medicine that i don't even want to go into i want to try an alternative system of medicine yeah see and that's not respected amongst uh, mainstream people like it's uh exactly it's it's, the whole quack thing it's been going on for years yeah yeah Right. Right. Which is, um, that then that's something we need to talk about all the time. Like that's the thing is like when this conversation, when conversations like this come up within your own life, like, like have those conversations instead of, instead of, yeah, have those conversations instead of going like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Trump's an idiot. Or yeah, yeah. Pelosi's an idiot. Or yeah, yeah. Like don't feed into any of those paradigms. Just be like, oh, you know, it doesn't work. 
what doesn't work is X, Y, Z. You know what I think would work better is, you know, ABC. Like, right. and then and people would know oh, that wouldn't work because of this and be like, okay, well, let's challenge me on this. Let's talk about this. If we continue like pushing these kind of dialogues and these kind of narratives, I think the collective will hundredth monkey type start picking up on, oh yeah, there could be change. We really could actually change this whole entire system. This entire mm-hmm. system doesn't actually work. Hmm. Why doesn't the medical industry work so well? Hmm. It's interesting that, um, why do pharmaceuticals, why, why is pharmaceuticals the only way? Is that like, how effective have those been when really like, uh, oh, how do, how are those run? Like what's right about that? What's wrong about that? And like, I think, uh, that's, that's what like all of us should be pushing our conversations to go forward with. Right. That's true. In small groups, again, those types of conversations are already happening and we're seeing that change starting to happen because- But that's part of the evolution because I used to never push back to anybody about anything. I just would just be like, like I always had these beliefs and these feelings, but I would just be like, meh, you know, okay, well, teach their own, which I still believe to each their own actually quite a bit, but I'm still going like, hey, you're going to hear my each my own. Well, that's funny that you said that because I, I'm always back and forth with that because I, I, I can share my opinion, you know, and then it's to the point where I'm like, I, I should just be quiet because it doesn't really help, you know, especially when it's on something like Facebook or social media where you're typing back and forth with, even if it's a person that you know, like how much actually helps? I don't know. When I've had, I had this experience this very week um, that something about that I posted actually, and a friend responded to it, he had a different opinion. And then we started chatting and, um, and I think it ended positive because I was just like, you know what, my, 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 my opinion is valid, which is the reason why I wanted to share it. But I had told him before in another, another um, conversation typed that was like, well, you know, I don't, um, I don't, I don't like to do this because I feel like it's just like everyone's just stuck in their, 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 like they don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't actually hear mm-hmm. what the other person has to say, even if I don't agree with it. I still have to listen. And what does it really mean to listen? It means to, to really like put myself in their position and to understand what they're saying, not just waiting for my rebuttal against why I think that they're not correct, you know? So right. there has to be bigger growth than just that kind of thing. But I do think it is important to discuss things and to say, yes, my, 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 my opinion is valid. Even if it's 100,000 people believe that and I'm the only one that thinks differently, my opinion still is See, valid. And that, I love that. And, I, and, and the thing is, is that your opinion is valid. And not only that, but like, it, no one's going to respect you unless you demand respect. And I finally have started to realize that it's like, like you may not agree with me and that's fine. But um, while I still have the freedom to say what I'm going to say, you're going to, you're, if I have to sit here and listen to your narrative, you're at least going to know what mine is. Right. You don't have right. to agree with it or not, but you're going to know what, what alternatives are out there. Yes, that, see, exactly. That, and that's what has never been happening before and needed to happen and, and needs to come out because then, you know, there's, there's, there's more options on the table there. And there are, there are always more options than what you think. That, that, that is true. That's a good point. And also to think that because we're so bipolar with our political system or not even bipolar, but polar, polar, right? So we have the, the opposites with, with you're either this or that fit into those, those groups, but those, those for me have never worked. And so, like you said, there are more options. So you can't just assume that somebody is going to just, if they have, 
this is the, the option, you know, this option or this option. Okay, no, but there, there, there's something totally different that I'd like to see. Because sometimes I don't always start on the, on the same page as someone. I, I might have a totally different opinion that they don't even understand really where I'm coming from because mm -hmm. it's not something that maybe they've heard of before or they understand. So I, I do think it's important to share, not to be enlightening another person, but just to show that there actually is another opinion that's not either of the ones that they have seen previously. Yeah, well, I think a big part of um, maybe our, like a problem within our society is that we've been taught from a very early age this whole, like, you need to believe what I say. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to convince you. Right. Or, you know, like, oh, I, like the, the need to want to be right is very strong amongst all of us. Right. So I don't know. I like, I, I'm not good at this yet, but I, like, I, I do think about it a lot and I'm trying to work on, um, really not giving a shit if a person believes what I believe, like, and being super okay with them thinking I'm a quack and thinking I'm like, just crazy. That's fine. But you know, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I still can, I can have my beliefs. I can have my quack beliefs and you can uh you can deal with it like that's on you now as well like it's right. not always just on me to like be, be be closeted with my uh maybe there's another way to i am world <laughs> than what yeah. we already do right right yeah that's 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 a good point yeah so it was so it's so win-lose before but it doesn't even have to be like that it could it just doesn't. be yeah. That, yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't care if you believe, I really am not trying to convince anybody to believe anything that I believe. Like right. most everything in, in the world is comes to us via our experience and like, and, and our influence. Right. So if, if you've never seen an alien, I have no, I, if I never, if I had never seen one, I would never believe that somebody, I would be like, you are eating, you're eating some crazy biscuits, ma'am. Like, no, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be your friend. You're too weird for me. Like that's what my internal voice would say. Right. But if you have, it's different. But so I, I don't know. I, like, I feel like it's just one of those things where most of our life is about personal experience. And unless somebody has experienced something or not, that's fine. But like, I, I just think we, we have gotten in this pattern of, of uh, the, you know, one sock fits all. And that's mm -hmm. just not cool. Right. No, definitely. And there's so many people that live outside. If we think of ourselves as uh, white middle-class women that may have very similar things in common, that, that is a very narrow perspective compared to the amount of people that mm -hmm. live in the world in all different places from around the world and all different economic and backgrounds and social situations and whatever, whatever, cultural, religious. So we, we're seeing things such through such a small lens that it's hard to even say that like I'm right or anybody's right about anything because there's no one right. It's just what it there, comes down that's to. That's the thing. There's no one right. There isn't, yeah. there's no, that's just like I said, there's no such thing as like, I, you know, right. true, like, like negative and positive. Like it, there's just, you got to kind of but do you think that that's the way that then I always think about, okay, the truth, whatever this is, and there are multiple truths, but do you think that at some level there's only one truth? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is more like 
cosmically you know like is there only one is there only one story to this all and we're just only seeing bits and pictures of it like bits and pieces or or is there are there multiple truths and multiple timelines that there's there's actually no one truth and everything that people think about that I stuff I, I don't think there is such thing as a one truth because like it's like like it's even like the Nassim Harriman was saying um La like in last week in one of his things that it was about like schrodinger's cat which is like that there's a dead cat in a box and then like if like is it if like one person perceived it as alive one person perceived it as dead anytime i read that whole thing it never makes that much sense to me but anyway like but yeah the point is it's, it's kind of like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody here fall you know is it whatever that whole that whole like scenario or whatever but he was like yeah but there's a flea on the cat that it, it that that's in there with it like so it's not just about your perception of of it whether it's alive or not he was like there's there still is microorganisms everywhere like there's a, there's there's consciousness in everything so like mm -hmm. there's there's consciousness besides our human and you know brains so True. um yeah there the, the like there is a perspective even a, a third perspective from the from the the things that are in uh, that are living on the cat or from the cat you know it's not just like you, whether you perceived it or not or like that we both perceive something different it's um so so yeah in that perspective i think there are multiple truths um Oh, maybe there is one giant truth at the end of it all, like with what what one all electricity is, but it's 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 never gonna be clear to us. I don't know. No. I don't yeah, know. not at not with our human brains anyway. Some essence of us might under have it, but it's beyond that that's way beyond like my comprehension at this point. But I, I see I, I like that because I like the way he brings it back to consciousnesses and everything because it's it, we're so stuck on thinking that we're the only ones that have consciousness mm -hmm. and we forget that there's like a flea that actually has a level of consciousness. We just are not aware of what that consciousness is. So yeah, or like a microorganism, everything is conscious. So so it's giving back to the story and it's seeing the perspective it's having a, an experience differently than we have, adding to the story. Right. And yeah. I, I actually think about that a lot in terms of, uh, you know, cause like, like, I mean, I mean, even, um, even inanimate objects are like, kind of have some sentience to them. I mean, like stones and rocks and stuff that like, like this is everything around you. We always have this like idea of like, this is organic and inorganic and this is blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, this is all natural. Like, because it's all from within the container that it was made. Like even mm -hmm. plastic is natural because it was made from materials that are existing on the planet. So everything in, in some base form is natural. Right. I know that, that always sticks me too. Like I get stumped on that one too. I'm like, yeah. Right, right. You start by like, okay, where does it become real versus not real or, oh. Yeah. Especially when we, when we perceive things through our, her, our senses too, I feel like we get stuck a lot because we're so used to seeing everything from, or having our experience from, from the third dimension that we don't shift it to other um, non non sense non five senses 
perspectives, mm-hmm. you know? So we're constantly like, oh, it's organic where I can feel this, you know, this chair that I'm sitting in, but yeah, it's inorganic. But like you said, it's still made up of materials that come from the earth. So even if they were blended together with some other materials, it's still, it's, it's yeah, but every, everything that was blended, everything that's made on here is within, like, we're only in this little jar that is the earth, right? So everything we're using is from the earth. And in the same sense, it's like, you know, uh, I think about that with AI, with artificial intelligence. I'm like, is it really artificial intelligence? Yeah, it could be made, but so could we have. Yeah, exactly. We're just, we're another artificial intelligence that came that eventually got consciousness. And that's what we're doing with artificial intelligence. That's what I think too. But organic, but let's go back to organic for a second, because the other question is when you define organic, some things wouldn't fit into organic, like, um, like carbon-based. Now, isn't that the definition? I guess, I guess organic is supposed to be like that which was at one point alive so what's it's so it's a, like an organic material meaning like it was like you know wood it used to be a tree or you know like a, well sure but okay but i just meant like but organic is also carbon based is everything carbon based like even now except for maybe metals no so metals would be know. inorganic what is the let me look up the definition of what's organic for of course it'll give me something like organic food is made in right exactly um, organic, probably better. Inorganic, okay. consisting or deriving. Okay, so inorganic is not consisting or deriving from living matter. So without organized physical structure. So chemistry oh. relating to or denoting compounds which are not organic, broadly compounds not containing carbon. So yeah, maybe not containing carbon. And then in linguisti- linguistics, it's not explainable by the normal process of etymology. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So there is, there would be things that are inorganic, but does that mean that inorganic doesn't have consciousness? See, I don't think that's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, because like, I definitely think there's a sentience to minerals and to stones and like, like, so then basically, yeah. Where's the line? Yeah, well, and the line? also if, if artificial intelligence was art, meaning that it didn't have a conscious, let's say we created something that's able to do like kind of a machine slash an intelligence that's able to do something, mm-hmm. like perform a task, like at some point, if it were to get a spirit essence of it, is that what makes it conscious? You know what I'm saying? Like at what point... You know, if consciousness, if we came down and seated this earth and that we were like conscious kind of, but we were created by something else, there was like this spirit energy into it, right? Like that's the consciousness. So I don't know. I don't know if artificial intelligence then can become conscious. Well, but like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I have the feeling that we were modified. Um, Oh Yeah. So I think that like we are AI basically. Um, even if you look at how DNA works with like the four different, you know, like it, it just looks like computer coding, like in right. a more complex manner than we currently do. But I mean, yeah, I feel like um, that would be nice to know how that all works. But yeah, I, I, I feel like I, yeah, I, I definitely feel like we're, <laughs> we're some kind of, uh, androids or or some kind front on some from some perspective i feel like all life is kind of like the source energies of 
vehicles of uh, expressing itself separately. And, and I think that that is some form of art of, it can be argued that it's some kind of artificial intelligence, like, or created yes. artificial intelligence is kind of like a weird word to use, but maybe it's like a created intelligence or something or like a mm. manipulated, maybe manipulated is better because there's connotations with the word created and connotations right. with the word artificial. Right. That's true. Yeah. So what was the last word that you used? Con uh, manipulated. Oh, I guess there could be, there could be stuff with that too. <laughs> it all doesn't work, but I'm just saying like something's going on yeah. here. And I don't know what it is. Well, it's like who created us, you know, like that's, I guess, and how. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's very it, whole and in, definitely interesting. The whole, the whole thought about that, about artificial intelligence and how we were created. Well, I was just thinking of this, uh, that talk with um, that Elizabeth April, and she was talking about how, you know, we were star seeds, and then we, the um, Atlanteans were star seeds that mixed with the Neanderthals, and that was like the mm -hmm. first consciousness. So there was, I think I forgot what the percentage is, it was like 10% Neanderthal. And so she said the Neanderthal part was the, was the grounding. Was, was the grounding, exactly. So the other part was the consciousness, but the physical part was the Neanderthal genes. Anyway, it just made me think of like the consciousness was the star seed. And that's what, because the Neanderthals weren't like, maybe conscious of itself, I, I, you know? Because we've talked about this before too, like what is consciousness, you know? And like what, yeah, yeah. Who, who defines consciousness as there are different schools of thoughts about Yeah, and so like, part of me is going like, okay, well maybe like the consciousness that like we're defining is more like, okay, it's, um, it's that which can examine its own existence. Which, but here's the other thing, how, right. how, how do we know that, that microorganisms don't do that? How do we know that yeah. cats and dogs don't do that? I mean, they could totally be examining their own, they could totally have all these complex thoughts that we don't know about. They just like don't particularly have disposable thumbs and want to have a desire to create the amount of structure right. that we do. I mean, it doesn't mean that they don't have these thoughts just because we say they don't. Well, they, I know. And then scientists who studied the brain and show different gray areas and which parts light up and then which corresponds with our gray areas and which uh, would, would, would bring consciousness. Oh, like, oh, they dream or like fish do feel pain, it turns out, or, you know, and like, right, so like, right. Or the kind where they would say they don't, because that part of their brain doesn't light up means that they don't have that sensation that we do. And I'm like, well, that, I understand yeah, they're but, studying a little bit of yeah, hardware, the thing, though, but, but consciousness is not localized and consciousness is not like, like we don't like, just like memory isn't localized within the brain. We don't know, like, we don't even know what consciousness really is. Right. Exactly. We don't really know what that you know, is. And a lot of times they'll go like, okay, I, I'm just studying consciousness in the form of that, which is awake versus asleep. I'm like, okay, well yeah. that, that's the other thing. It's like a weird word that we have for basically the awareness of oneself. Right. Yeah. Awareness of oneself. That's, that is consciousness, but yeah. And then sleep versus awake. Um, it's, it's, it's mind blowing stuff. That's it for is. sure. But I love yeah, it. Yeah. I know. Me too. I love this mind blowing stuff. I think it's I so fun. I can think fun. about this for a while.